Recently, I've once again been exploring the world of SEO, search engine optimization. I say once again because I have periodically dipped my toe over the last 10 years, determined to get my head around how it all works, only to give up after a week or so because it's so bloody complicated, long-winded and frankly boring. Clearly, I am not a devil is in the detail person. It's a weakness. But as one of my main goals over the next few years is to grow my website, I felt it only right to give it a go once again. Here's the thing though, in my niche, building a lifestyle business, the keywords I'd like to rank for are so ridiculously competitive, it seems like a pointless task to even try. My logic is completely backed up by all the SEO blogs I read who say anything with a keyword difficulty over about 20 is not worth competing with. And as most of my keywords are 50 plus, case closed. In this instance, the advice is to use something called long tail keywords. And sure enough, build a lifestyle business you can be proud of and that will change your life and that you can do while watching TV and picking your nose isn't too competitive as a phrase. So I can see where they're going with that. But seriously, how important is it? Should we care enough about SEO to devote some of our precious time towards it? And that, my friend, is what we're exploring in today's podcast. Wouldn't you love to build a business you can run from anywhere in the world, whether that be your kitchen table or a beach in Fiji? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Your Lifestyle Business, the show where I bring you into my life as a traveling entrepreneur and along with some of my awesome guests, give you tips and strategies for building your own freedom business. Welcome to the show. Let's make it happen. Hello there, how are you doing? Joe here and welcome to another Your Lifestyle Business podcast. And today we are discussing to SEO or not to SEO. That is the question. So here's the result that comes up top of the search engines when I type in, should I care about SEO? And I quote, consumers utilize search engines to research companies to meet their needs. If you are not optimizing your website content for these common search phrases and your competitors are, you will lose the prospects each and every time. Assuming you want to remain competitive in your industry, SEO is an absolute must. Well, thank you, informaticsinc.com. I will post to that in the show notes. It makes sense. But as I said, if you happen to be in a competitive niche, then is there any point? Well, from my findings, reluctantly, the general answer is yes. But how much we care depends on our objectives. If you go to Google and type in how to start a blog, you will see on the front page about result number six, a post by a chap called Ryan Robinson. How to start a blog, his post is called, coincidentally. (laughs) And I'll link to that in the show notes. I've actually featured Ryan... um, on one of my blog posts that I've written previously because his posts on his site are super in-depth and incredibly valuable. But I heard him being interviewed recently about this particular blog post. From that one blog post, How to Start a Blog, he's now earning around $20,000 a month in affiliate commissions from Bluehost, the hosting company. How he got to page one for such a competitive keyword is a podcast episode in itself and I encourage you to listen to the actual interview firsthand, which I will link to in the show notes. But in summary, 
He made sure his post was more valuable than any of the other posts for that keyword. If you go and have a look at it, you'll see that the post is actually about 25,000 words long. Now, more valuable doesn't necessarily mean longer, but it kind of equates because he has covered every conceivable question about starting and running a blog. It includes images, infographics, videos, links to podcasts, interviews, um, the kitchen sink, basically. And of course, it's littered with the relevant keywords throughout the blog, the blog post. But again, according to his interview, writing an incredible post and publishing it is only the beginning. He then had to obviously promote it out to his list, put it on his social media accounts and get out there to everyone and anyone he may know in the industry who could provide an all important backlink to it. Because that, my friend, is apparently the secret source to SEO, backlinks from high quality, reputable sites. So for instance, right now, by mentioning him in this podcast and adding a link on my blog post back to his blog post, I am essentially passing link juice to him by linking back to his article. That is a backlink. So his strategy was to purposely pick a high volume, competitive key phrase with high levels of commercial intent. In other words, anyone searching the term how to start a blog is likely looking to start their own site and needs all the tools and platforms to do so. And by getting the post to the top of the Google rankings, he is now earning considerably from it. Rob's posts as he said in his podcast, are drafted by a writing team and then polished off and honed into an informative, valuable post by him, which will appeal to almost anyone searching for that keyword. So I talk about what our objective is as to how the importance we place on SEO. Rob is an entrepreneur and he has created a blog specifically with the goal of monetizing it, which is reflected in the headlines on his site i.e. how to write a blog post, how to start a food blog, the 25 best WordPress themes for bloggers, etc, etc. All right. So on the other hand, one of my favorite blogs and writers in the world right now, markmanson.net, is currently at position number one for the key phrase, be an asshole. <laughs> now, ironically, that is still a very competitive keyword, but whether it has commercial intent or not is clearly open for discussion. Mark's strategy is very different. He does not include affiliate links within his content. He is not looking to reach the top of Google with the pure intention of selling something related to a specific keyword and instead monetizes his site via his books and also a monthly subscription service to get all his best content. Now his blog posts, or they vary actually, but quite a few of his blog posts are quite long. And of course, possibly strategically littered with keywords that promote his book titles. How he's not on page number one for the F word, I'm, I won't say it, I won't say it. How he's not on page one for the F word, I'm not sure. But his posts are creative. They're an acquired taste. They're not written for the masses. They're written for people who like his particular style of writing. Mark, in my opinion, is an artist first, yeah, as an author, and he generates revenue from his art, which is reflected in his headlines, such as the attention diet, the uncomfortable truth, who the 
F-U-C-K-M-I, The Ultimate Guide to Personal Values. Very different strategy. Now, a third option is that the approach taken by people like Nomadic Matt, Jenna Kutcher, Marie Folio, I'll link to all these guys in the show notes, you will notice from their sites that some of their posts are quite keyword intentional and some seem to be very personal and strictly from the heart. And I have to be honest, um, with my brand, I would say that this is the kind of approach I'm focusing on. Because as much as I love to write, I consider myself a writer definitely and I want to be able to uh, publish some very creative and crazy posts. But I also want to be super, super valuable and help people to build a lifestyle business. And for that, I guess I kind of need to be found in the search engines for some of my key phrases. So you really have to decide what your objective is to decide how important SEO is to you. So if your goal is simply to build a blog to monetize it, that's it, then your entire focus should be on becoming an absolute expert at driving traffic, whether that be SEO or social media marketing or PPC, your main focus is on getting eyeballs on your site and therefore it's likely that a lot of your content can actually be outsourced. You can get writers and people to actually do that bit for you. Make sure you've got very, very valuable content, that it's got all the different keywords in it, that you've got ultimate guides, all of that kind of stuff. And then your goal is to just become an absolute expert at getting as much traffic to that site as you possibly can via SEO, via backlinks, via whatever method you choose. If, however, you are more of an artist, you're leaning on that side and you're creating your content for the love of it while also hoping to monetize what you publish along the way, then your focus is going to be more on the content side. It is going to be more on the writing and the coming up with the posts. Therefore, it's likely that much of your promotion can be outsourced in time. So you can get other people to come and help you with your SEO or your PPC or your marketing and traffic strategies because you are focusing on the actual creation of the content. Does that make sense? Now, for those of you who, like me, want to have their cake and eat it, here is my strategy for growing my site over the next year or so. This is exactly the, These are exactly the steps I'm going to be taking. So number one. Break your site up into themes. So, for example, I've broken my site into three key themes. I've got business, travel and empowerment. Those are the themes I want to talk about, the things I want to cover on my site. Then under, and you don't have to have three, maybe you've got five, maybe you've got two, maybe you've got one. You know, there's no hard and fast rule here. I wouldn't have too many. Um, But you just want to make sure that you're very clear on what are the key themes you're writing about on your blog. Then under each theme, you want to list all the topics that you'd like to cover on your blog within those themes. So for example, just under business on mine, I have things like lifestyle business, because that's what I talk about all the time. Content marketing, e-commerce, social media, email marketing, and so on. So once you've made a list of all the different topics that you'd like to cover under each theme, then Take your um, first topic, so for me I took lifestyle business, and plug in the topics to Google, which has a Google Suggest feature. So when you type in your topic, like for instance lifestyle business, then Google is going to pop up with lots and lots of different things that people are uh, looking for, questions that people are asking, search terms that people are searching for. 
and also you're going to see all of the posts that people are posting for with all of their headlines which you can guarantee because they're there are searchable headlines yeah searchable keywords so this is going to start to give you lots of great ideas for potential titles now we haven't got to rankable yet we've just got potential titles so you can use Google, you can use YouTube as well, which is a great site for getting some really cool titles for content. And also, if you want, you can use the Google Planner tool um, just to kind of give you lots of different key phrase inspirations. So, for example, I plugged in lifestyle business under my main theme of business. I plugged in the word lifestyle business and it, I came up with titles such as how to start a lifestyle business while traveling the world and the best lifestyle business to start in 2020. And then I've also got social media as one of my things. So I managed to put the two of them together and come up with the title, why Instagram is perfect for a lifestyle business. And also I've got e-commerce. And so I came up with the title, how to start a Shopify business with less than a hundred bucks. So all of this came from just looking at the different suggestions on Google and the different titles and all that kind of stuff. Now, I actually set myself a goal of coming up with 10 titles per topic, and I ended up with 93 titles altogether just under the main theme of business, because once you start, you will be amazed at all of the ideas you have. So go and do that. Now, the next job is to write the titles under the themes that Google can't really help you with. In other words, these are your creative from the heart posts, and these are the posts and I think you'll understand what I'm talking about here, that tend to tell us much more about the person who's writing them, right? Even if the post isn't directly about them, i.e. Rob's post, How to Start a Blog, doesn't tell us much about Rob. But if you go and read any of Mark Manson's posts, then you tend to get a, a real grip on who Mark is as a person, yeah? Even though the posts aren't necessarily about him. So, for example, under my travel theme, I don't want to write the 10 best places to visit in Phuket, although that's likely a hot key phrase. I want to write posts like why Rhett, my partner, dressed in cut-off stockings in a Thai massage parlour and why my sister likes to get naked every time she comes to Thailand and what happened when I bumped into Mark Zuckerberg on the Great Wall of China. These are much more interesting headlines for posts, right? And they are the kind of posts that are much more about my personality and demonstrate the lifestyle aspect of our life on the road. But they're not necessarily going to get picked up for any huge keywords. Now, I may well include a list of the 10 best places to visit in Phuket in one of the posts because each and every post you write wants to be a valuable and interesting post, right? But it's not going to be the focal point. So then sit down and write all those crazy titles. This is just a great exercise to give you some fabulous ideas for the kind of content you can produce on your site. So the next step is to go back to your, what I'm calling your SEO style posts. And then you can do this like up front if you want to. I'm going to kind of do it as I go along, I think, because that's more my personality. But each time you sit down to write one of your posts, or if you're going to go down the whole get one created route, you're just going to need to do a bit of work on your headline and the key phrase to ensure that there are people searching for it and it is potentially rankable. Now, don't get too, this is where you're going to get really caught up here, that whole potentially rankable thing. Now, you can go and use a tool like Google Keyword Planner. Um, and you can just plug your headline into Google. As I've already said, if other people have written about the same topic, 
and there's hundreds of thousands of results for your key phrase, then you can be pretty sure people are searching for it. However, if you really want to drill down, then you're going to need an SEO tool. Now, there's a, I would say probably the best one, the one that seems to come up at the top of everybody's post is the tool called Ahrefs, which is awesome. I've had a little trial of it, but the trouble is, is it's 99 bucks a month, which is super expensive when you're just sort of starting out getting your blog off the ground. So I recently found another one called Key Search, which is very similar to Ahrefs although there's not quite as much functionality, but certainly enough to do what we need to do to ensure that we can create the best headlines and key phrases for our posts. And the best part is it's only 12 bucks a month. So I've actually invested in this. And with Key Search, what you can do is plug in your potential key phrase and it's going to show you your search volume for that key phrase and your keyword difficulty. This is the little secret source. And that is how difficult it's going to be to rank for your phrase. So, for example, I typed in one of my titles, the best lifestyle business to start in 2020, and it came up with a relevant key phrase that was actually best business ideas for women. And it told me that the keyword difficulty was 27. Now, keyword difficulty is based on scores from 1 to 100, with the higher number being the more difficult. Apparently, anything over about 35 is extremely hard unless you have a very strong domain rank. So I tend to look for key phrases under 30. So a great title I could write about with a keyword difficulty of 27, so there's a chance I could rank for that, is the best business ideas for women in 2020. So I've got that lovely key phrase of best business ideas for women in there, the best business ideas for women in 2020. So you can do that with all those different titles that you've come up with and have a look through and see some other key phrases and begin to adjust titles in order to find uh, titles that have got less keyword difficulty, a lower keyword difficulty and therefore are easier to rank for. All right, so in summary, you are coming up with your main themes for your site. You are then writing down the main topics under those themes and you're going to be using Google and typing those topics into Google and YouTube and Keyword Planner if you want to, to come up with a list of the different titles that you could cover. Then with those titles, you're going to go into, if you want to, um, a tool like Key Search type in that title, that's then going to give you lots of other key phrases. You're going to have a look at the lower keyword difficulties, i.e. the ones under 30, preferably even under 20, and come up with some more titles based on that, which is going to give you a better chance of ranking. Plus, you're going to come up with a whole load of titles which you have no hope of <laughs> ever ranking for, but which are your nice creative titles. And then lastly, before I go today, um, I was reading that it's a good idea to get the Yoast SEO plugin. It comes highly recommended and it allows you to put in your title, meta description, keywords, things like that, which is going to help even with the posts that aren't focused on SEO, as you can still pick a key phrase that you want Google to focus on. And I'm wondering if Mark Manson plugged in Be an Asshole, one of his, <laughs> or whether one of his team did. Anyway, um, I'll let you know how it goes for me with the Yoast SEO plugin. So always remember to write for your audience first 
and the search engine second. Even when you're focused on SEO, you want to be writing for the audience first and the search engine second because there is nothing worse than a badly written post stuffed with irrelevant keywords and Google is getting very good at sniffing them out. And secondly, remember to promote, promote, promote once you've published a great post. The beauty is in the backlinks, as I say. I just made that up. Um, you need to share your masterpiece with the world and then hopefully the world will pass it on. So with that being said, if you've loved this episode, do feel free to share it with your friends or link back to the show notes on my blog from your site. Every little helps. Um, oh, and P.S. Before I go, do make sure you subscribe to Backlinko, by the way. Best blog out there on all things SEO. Brian Dean, Backlinko. Absolute mine of great information on search engine optimization, YouTube, ranking, all of that kind of stuff. Last but not least, here's a great quote. I've used it before. I'll use it again from the awesome Steve Martin. Be so good they can't ignore you. Now go get them, you awesome blogger, you. And if you'd like to ask me any questions, come and join the Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, type in your lifestyle business and uh, join our Facebook group. It's where all the best conversations happen. And in the meantime, have an amazing week. As always, live life on purpose. And of course, make it happen. See you again next week. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To join in the conversation, please head over to yourlifestylebusiness.com where you can find links to podcasts, show notes, and sign up to download my free ebook, How to Build a Business You Can Run, from anywhere in the world. Also, make sure you come and join our Facebook community. Just search for Your Lifestyle Business on Facebook and you'll soon be sharing ideas with like-minded entrepreneurs all on the same journey. Lastly, if you have a moment, please subscribe and quickly rate this podcast on iTunes. It takes a tenth of a second to hit the little stars and your rating will ensure it gets out to more people and impacts as many as possible with the message, make it happen. Thank you so much. See you next time.